2: Greetings to everyone around the world and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Famburgas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time or your truth journey brought you here, welcome home. And to listen to tonight's full interview, you know what to do. Go to our website again, veritasradio.com, and subscribe. Give yourself the gift of truth. And you will know that one of our mottos on this program we call Veritas, which as you know means truth in Latin, is that the truth will set us free. Tonight's interview will send shivers down your spine, especially if you still believe in the illusion of government, of the two-party system, and the notion that your government representatives have your best interest at heart. We have two very special guests tonight. We have a survivor of CIA MK Ultra mind control victimization via Project Monarch and what she experienced behind the scenes as a White House and Pentagon mind control slave. Also we have the person who is responsible for essentially saving Kathy's life and her daughter Kelly. Usually I read a bio for each person but I would rather have them both introduce themselves and give us some background. We have authored two books, Transformation of America, The True Life Story of a CIA mind control Slave, and Access Denied for Reasons of National Security. I would like to welcome Kathy O'Brien and Mark Phillips. Welcome to Veritas. It's a pleasure to be speaking with both of you, Kathy and Mark.
0: It's our pleasure as well. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
2: Well... Why don't we start from the beginning? I received your two books a few weeks ago and I've heard about your story many, many years ago, but it wasn't until recently that we finally converged and we scheduled this interview. So I hope that we can accomplish something. We can tell everybody who listens to us the truth about what you went through. through. This is not science fiction. This is not speculation. This is something that continues to happen to this day It has been happening for decades. And I suspect That since 1947, since the establishment of the CIA, this has been happening. And I also suspect that when Project Paperclip came along, this reinforced all of this. Why don't we start with you, Kathy? Tell us a little bit about you and what you went through, and then we will proceed with Mark. By the way, I know, Mark, that you went through an oral procedure, so you may not be as active as in other interviews, so I appreciate your presence here today.
0: I hope I can contribute something that will help a listener understand what they're hearing.
2: Great, Kathy.
1: Well, I'm I'm extremely fortunate to have survived the CIA MK Ultra mind control victimization that uh, that I endured uh, throughout my life. I was um, born into a multi generational incest based family, and that made me a prime candidate for mind control. And this was back in 1957. And the government at that time was taking the Hitler-Himmler research on mind control and, um, creating a a stronger formula that they were bringing into the United States. And as you mentioned on Project Paperclip, it brought in the Nazi and Fascia scientists. And so they took that information from them and they realized that children like myself who were sexually abused would be prime candidates for mind control. That thrust me into um, the mind control project. I was raised in it throughout my, my whole um, life, my young life, and um, went on to work a White House Pentagon level. It gave me a lot of insight into government operations, and I was extremely fortunate to have survived that when Mark Phillips, who um, saw what was happening to my daughter and I was able to take us from that situation and um, take us to safety where I was able to recover my mind and memory. I'm extremely fortunate to have survived, and I'm especially fortunate to have healed because these days people are beginning to realize the reality and the magnitude of mind control in our society, it is a sliding scale from the kind of robotic mind control that I experienced to um, really even information control that everybody's experiencing through our controlled medias. Our military is coming home ptsd and and seeking to regain control over their minds and lives. And mind control being used as a top-secret weapon system and used on our military makes it extremely pervasive, not only... Um, on a government level and on a military level and intelligence level, but it's beginning to affect all levels of society. So this is a time I think now that people need some solutions. And because Mark handed those solutions to me and I was able to heal, I look forward to uh, sharing the, the methods that he, that he taught me for healing and, um, he taught me early on, too, to voice no negative without a solution. So for as horrific as the information is on my control, we're definitely going to be talking about solutions, too.
2: Certainly, certainly. And I like to go in chronological order. And as you mentioned, you came from a family where there was a multi-generation, you know, incest, uh, pedophilia, and so on. Can you take us back in time? As to how it happened and how your own father, when he was discovered to be conducting all these degenerate practices, he essentially sold you to our own government.
1: Yes, he did. At the time that uh, the CIA was interested in perpetuating mind control and bringing it into um, the next level of, of control of the individual, but a society as a whole the local politician in our area at that time was uh, Gerald Ford. And this is the same Gerald Ford that went on to become U.S. president. The, unele- oh, the unelected,
2: unelected, unelected yes. yes.
1: unelected president. And um, my father was caught sending pornography pornography of me through the U.S. mails when I was just a, a, a young child. And instead of being prosecuted for being caught with that child pornography, he was offered immunity from prosecution if he would agree to sell me into mk ultra mind control and he did he was He was pleased to think that the government condo- condoned child abuse and went on to have um, more kids to raise in the project as well, so there are seven of us kids in all, but I was the one that um, was conditioned from uh, early childhood, and um, and d- programmed on various NASA and mi- military installations um, to be used on the level that I was. Because as Ford's political career escalated, so too did my victimization and mind control.
2: How can you still be so sane and so eloquent in sharing all these stories? Because after reading. All of what you went through, but just one or those two stories will be enough to send somebody over the proverbial cliff. How do you become? How do you become so sane afterwards? Well,
1: it it absolutely did send me over the proverbial cliff. I suffered from uh, what is now termed dissociative identity disorder. It was formally termed multiple personality right. disorder. And multiple personality disorder is not a proper. Terminology—it's a misnomer because I didn't have numerous personalities. I had one personality that was just totally shattered and compartmentalized. And this dissociative identity disorder um, is—it makes for um,
2: fragmentation.
1: It does, and and easy and heightened suggestibility for mind control purposes. So when it was known that I had been sexually abused from birth and that I was used in child pornography um, as well, then I would be a prime candidate for it. Because what happens is it's like the the conscious mind automatically compartmentalizes abuse so the rest of the mind can function normally. It's a function of our brain that automatically goes into um, action, whether we deem it, um, abuse or not. I mean, as an, as an infant, I certainly couldn't think to know that what my father was doing was wrong and I couldn't make any judgment on that. However, that did have a, um, enough of an effect on my brain for my brain to respond and compartmentalize that memory and repress it. And that, um, eventually erodes away conscious thought because on a subconscious level there's no ability to reason or consciously comprehend there's no concept of time there's um um, a suggestibility level that's so heightened that when um that, that a person will do exactly what they're told to do and as my conscious mind was being fragmented further and further, my subconscious mind was left wide open to be um, easily led, eventually programmed to carry out various government operations and that um, very clean formula for mind control is once it's understood and having learned the ins and outs of my own brain and mind through what Mark taught me and writing out memory, I was able to apply those healing techniques and actually heal from the, the incomprehensible tortures and trauma of my existence under mind control and, um, do it in a very, uh, precise way. And once I was, once I remembered all the things that I was supposed to forget, I was able to then choose to move forward in my life in a positive way. And since the 1947 National Security Act has been invoked on our case, then um, there's no court justice, you know, and I have found that a judge banging a gavel was not going to be justice for what I experienced, what I witnessed that the government was doing to the whole population and what the global plan was for using mind control having witnessed all that was was so horrific that the only thing that could possibly be a justice for that is to be able to raise awareness and bring this information to light not only on mind control because knowledge is our only defense against mind control but for the healing methods as well and as people are applying to themselves those healing methods that mark taught me which are detailed in our, our book, Access Denied for Reasons of National Security. We're hearing from people all over the world who are healing with that information and reclaiming control over their minds and their lives. That is an ultimate justice. It's turning the whole negative of my past into a positive that's affecting others for generations to come. And that is a very strong reason for me to be um, sane and happy celebrating every day that I am free to speak out and um, expose this criminal activity that's going on right in, right in plain sight. And
2: you know, I remember back in 1982, the news of uh, Johnny Gosh who was abducted while doing his Sunday morning paper route. Well, of course, his mother thought he was dead, but over a decade later, he showed up with two of his handlers, knocked on the door... And the mother opened the door, and she could not believe what she saw, but he just came to say, Mom, I'm okay. I'm okay. And he just went back to the car and left. But essentially, once you are mind-controlled, which was used to be a term that you couldn't use, and I think the two of you have put this term back on the radar. Uh, back then, people would think that was just a science fiction term, but once you are mind-controlled, you are basically programmed to do as they wish. Am I right?
0: Yeah, Excuse me. Uh, Mind control, you know, uh, as you may or may not know, has been around since the dawn of man. Uh, the formula. Yes. Trauma based mind control has been found, uh, in caves, in pictorials that are thousands of years old. And they are precisely correct on exactly what the formula is. The Egyptian Book of the Dead even outlines. That's right. Uh, mind control. But, uh, in, in, in the, in the cases nowadays, and that's one of the reasons that I got involved with Kathy, is because they were using trauma-based mind control on her. And that is just, uh, it was so far away from a reality for me, I had a great difficulty in understanding how these individuals were, were even operating um, as heads of state and uh, heads of uh, government. Um, because that is insane. Uh, the fact remains is mind control can be, can be done quite benevolently, if you want to call it that, uh, and absolute mind control can be done that same way. Um, and it's, it's done through technologies, uh, technologies that, that have been around since, well, since the 60s. That's as far back as I could go. But, um, in, in, Kathy's case, they had been using trauma-based mind control. Now, her daughter was a different story. They were using, um, they were using technology as well as trauma on her, uh, which I think conflicted a great deal. But nevertheless, um, uh, it, when I first heard about it, um, you, you've got to understand that I worked in that arena, uh, for most of my working career life, uh, for the intelligence community. And what I saw and, uh, and, and witnessed, um, uh, the scientists and, and, I, and myself all agreed that by the year 2000, we will have just about emptied out our prisons and, and uh, emptied out most of our, our uh, 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 criminally insane um, uh, institutions, uh, I should say, for the criminally insane. And that's not the case. Then they privatized prisons against our constitution and now the judges are just filling them up with victimless crimes uh, that have been committed by people. Um the the fact is uh my control in in these days is as Kathy said a sliding scale from all the way from information control to to um, uh uh, a robotic type of mind control that can be accomplished in a number of ways and including of course trauma but uh, the the Johnny Gosch, uh, uh story was was extraordinarily tragic and it it happens i mean that that one received some some press, but it happens all of the time it 's not an isolated case most times people are too afraid to speak up in my in my situation. Um, I had a number of friends in Washington, uh, a number of uh, members of Congress, both houses i mean these people were my friends, and um they were those were the good and decent ones i unfortunately didn't realize there were so many bad ones uh, but nevertheless, they were very helpful in in uh helping me stay alive long enough to uh help Kathy. but uh in the beginning i i wasn't that uh Excited about getting involved with uh, somebody who had been tortured out of their mind. But uh, when I found out that nobody else was going to help them and that there were only a handful of doctors around the world that were actually doing research and they had to use the words behavioral modification, not mind control, um, it was really tough. Uh, and and it, what was really sad was there's so many thousands and thousands of people. Of course, nowadays, when I testified, uh, and my testimony was given to Congress, both houses, uh, I testified that by uh, the year 1995, that, uh, no, I didn't, it wasn't 95. it was the year 2000. I testified that by the year 2000, my um, control uh, will be the greatest weapon of, of mass destruction this world has ever known. And guess what? We've got people all over the place blowing themselves up. Um, now, why would any person blow themselves up on a, on a vague and hollow promise of uh, whether it be 72 virgins or whatever? Right. Why would anybody do that knowingly and willingly uh, when they didn't have a history of insanity? They had just been traumatized and lived in a war theater all their lives. And uh, frankly, they wanted out, and that looked like an easy.
3: Thank you for listening.